Hello friends, I'm Melody Lee. I am Regional Volunteer Manager for MOPS. I am here with my friend, Pastor Ed Ollie. He is the lead campus pastor at Harvest Bible Chapel in Chicago. And uh, Ed and I have served together in, in ministry at our local church when we were both in Nashville. Ed is also a member of the MOPS International Board. He has a huge heart for people and desires most of all to see people come into a relationship with Jesus Christ and believes that MOPS is a vehicle that God is using to make that happen. We are just going to have a conversation today and chat a little bit so that our pastor friends can hear from his heart as a pastor as well, who just loves and believes in MOPS. So Ed, let's start with this. What makes MOPS unique from other ministries? That's a great question, Mel, and thanks so much for having me on. Uh, the uniqueness, I think, of MOPS really is in the conversational nature that leads to relational evangelism. Uh, moms are amazing at how they connect with one another. We know that God has created us differently as men and women. And I think one of the things that's unique is that moms, they ask for information. They ask for counsel. They ask for suggestions from other women mm -hmm. and in particular other moms. And so I, I was just coming across this recently that might be helpful to, to talk about this in context of moms. There's 84 million moms that are in the United States and every mm -hmm. second 4.3 kids are born. I don't see that letting up anytime soon. That's right. And 72% of millennial moms, they work in some capacity. So just put this in the context. If you have a working mom, which is the majority, where do they connect? Where do they get their information and resources? It's not just blogs. It's not just uh, the internet. It's from other moms and other women. And so why is MOPS so significant? I think it's significant because it's a strategy to disciple moms who are followers of Jesus. And it is a clear strategy with proven results of how to reach moms that are far from Christ. That's the reason why MOPS got my attention. Right. And I remember when we were doing MOPS together in Nashville, one of the things that we saw speaks exactly to what you were just saying. We started our MOPS group. And we saw many families start attending our life groups and events at the church because of MOPS. Now, our church had changed their strategy a bit, and we're really looking for a, an outreach strategy to engage younger families. And MOPS became this natural, wide-open door. So when you think about MOPS and all that it does, as a pastor... Why does your heart beat so much for MOPS? And why do you think that pastors should support MOPS at their local church? It's an approach that is truly postmodern in the sense of saying this. Moms are the nucleus and, and frankly, in many respects, um, the, the core of the emotional center of the home. Um, they are influencing uh, and in some respects leading in some ways unprecedented. That's not to say that uh, we don't believe in and have a desire to see um, dads and men step up. Um, but what I think we've found is that it used to be that the, the funnel of ministry was invite someone to church. That's where you started. Right. Well, the truth is, the reality is moms 
and dads, there are many who won't ever set foot in a church until they've met someone relationally and been able to connect with someone relationally. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is moms understand and emulate uh, the love of Jesus Christ in some ways that we have found to be truly exponential and revolutionary. And when a mom sees that she's loved and she's cared for, she naturally tells someone else. Mm -hmm. And the multiplicative nature of mops is what initially attracted me. I just saw moms that would connect with each other at Starbucks or Chick-fil-A, or I mean, who wouldn't meet the Lord there? Right. Um, at <laughs> um, Over a little but, sweet tea? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shopping together, mom's night out, we would do um, these special mm -hmm. events. And I just saw that they were attracted to being a part of a small group that was focused, mm -hmm. that helped them see a difference in how the world dealt with the natural things that moms face. And then what does the Bible actually have to say about how they could actually function as mothers? And that discipleship was incredibly attractive. And I think other moms uh, that weren't even Christians were attracted to that community. And it was somewhere you wanted to be. So when you think about it, like looking through your pastor lens too, I was just thinking as you were talking about the different ways that I saw you really show up and support our MOPS groups. What are some ways that you think pastors can really show up and support their MOPS group leaders? The first thing that pastors can do is um, just, just notice and be aware of the percentage of women that are in their congregations. And just ask the question from a demographic standpoint, how many of the people that are in our fellowship are mothers? Mm -hmm. Of those mothers, how many of them are working? And then really practically, I did two things. One, I just built a relationship with you and just asked you to come and, and give me an update. We just ask questions and listen for understanding yeah. uh, versus wanting to be heard. I felt like it was a an area in our community that we didn't know enough about and we needed to know more if we were going to grow mm -hmm. as a church. So that was the first thing is just listening and, and just connection, listening connection right. and letting you know, Hey, this is an open door. There's nothing that keeps you from being able to access and talk to me uh, as a pastor, regardless of how busy that the schedule is. Everybody's busy. You're not special because you're busy. Right. Um, it's making it a priority. And then the second thing that was a lot of fun was uh, we always took out time to go to uh, the the MOPS meetings. and Some um, of our so favorite was, times when you guys would come and speak, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's, I think yeah. those times where you guys would come really broke down the barrier that sometimes feels is it feels like it's there but maybe it's really not especially for a mom who's not associated with church in any way for yeah. a pastor to come into the mops group and say we believe in this this is important we value this and we're willing to come and be vulnerable and real and transparent with you and talk about the things that are important to you that showed i think uh, just an exponential level of support for the mom themselves to say this church believes in what's happening here for moms and they're willing to come and be part of it. 
I think that is that was something we wanted to model is um, that we were approachable, that we were accessible. Because if you can approach and connect with someone in times of plenty or when in times of blessing, it's a lot easier to be able to connect when things um, go terribly wrong. Most is a unique ministry to be able to minister to those things. And then here it is, pastors, affirm the ministry of discipleship in your church by accenting what you already are doing with adults, men and women mm -hmm. and children. So Mops doesn't come in saying, hey, we wanna be um, the central ministry and we wanna take over what you're doing at your church. That is not the ministry of Mops. Um, Mops is a parachurch organization that comes alongside the existing ministry of a local church and does its level best to love a segment of that church. And we really want to see discipleship flourish in the local church and be a value add, if you will, to the ministry mm -hmm. that happens locally. Absolutely. And it's interesting, this current time that we are living in with the uncertainty of things that are happening in the world, MOPS, under the authority of the local church, is positioned in a, a spectacular way to show the love of Jesus and what it looks like to support moms and families through crisis. How can we together work to really show the community that we are connected and how we're showing up in the world together as ministries um, intent on loving people well through these difficult seasons? Do you, how do you view that as a pastor in partnership with leadership to make that happen in your community? Well, I think it's essential. Um, you know, 2 Timothy 1.7 just really says very clearly that we're not given the spirit of fear, but of love, power, the power that's the Holy Spirit that's within us, mm -hmm. and a sound mind. Right. And one of the things that I realize, um, Mel, is 45% of households, just let this settle in, pastors, 45% of households across America have a mom who's the primary sole breadwinner for the family. Well, how does that connect to right now? What, what I really believe is that we're heading into a spring and summer of significant job loss. So we're going to see mothers uh, and families that are going to be deeply impacted financially um, and emotionally by the changes that were, have been unprecedented. Here's where MOPS can partner with the church because MOPS can identify those mothers rather quickly. Right. We know who they are because they're right here. They, mm -hmm. They're in conversation. We know what the stories are. And so in a sense, it's an extension of the, of the staff team. So right. I, when I sit down with Mel and I go, hey, hey Mel, um, are there any families that are, that are in particular need? And by the right. way, uh, we're, we're a mega church. Uh, so it isn't just a small church that you can find out that information, even more importantly, as a large church, that you now have tentacles in the community and relationships in the community where you can find out what the needs are. So that's on a need side. I think there's multiple opportunities for evangelism and an outreach as well um, from, this, from our MOPS groups that uh, are in existence and also for those that are considering a group like MOPS at their mm -hmm. church. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that both MOPS and the church are doing right now 
is to show up in this space when there's all of this um, social distancing. You know, technology in this day and age has really allowed for communication to just be a powerful tool for good in this particular situation. And so the, the MOPS group alongside their church can create a strategy for connection online um, and uh, resourcing between the two of them as well. That can be such uh, an added benefit to the community, their church community as a whole. I think you're right. When we faced some difficult decisions of having to um, modify some things in the budget, guess what wasn't up for discussion? There was no question MOPS was not going to be discussed because Mm -hmm. we saw MOPS as a strategy that shared the gospel uh, and built community with, with women and families. And we said, no. Mm -hmm. So we have some pastor friends who are listening to our podcast today. What would you say to them about their relationships with group leaders, the value of MOPS in their church Maybe MOPS is on the table for them as far as whether they're going to continue MOPS for this next year. Maybe they have some leadership struggles. What, what would you want to say if you were sitting eye to eye looking at another pastor? What would you want them to know about MOPS? And You know, the first thing I would say is thank you. You know, thank you for tuning in uh, to this podcast. Um, we know that you're busy and there's a lot of other things that you could be doing today, um, but you chose wisely. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited to be able to share um, this. I think if you're a pastor and you're serious about reaching uh, young families and particularly um, young mothers, MOPS is the ministry, the premier ministry to be able to incorporate into your church. I think that it speaks with authenticity uh, to the gospel. I think it, thinks it speaks with authenticity to the value of women. I think it speaks and empowers uh, women to be agents of hope and, and agents of the gospel of Jesus Christ in their neighborhoods and in their community. And I think at the end of the day, it strengthens families because those same mothers often end up being the reason why many of those fathers will step foot into your church and be able to sometimes hear the gospel for the first time. So I, I, I can't more passionately speak to uh, the ministry of MOPS International and what I see uh, is happening is lives being changed. When you think about um, MOPS and you think about where we're headed as the decentralization of, of gathering that has happened, um, I think that moms are going to be a central strategy to not only the gospel being spread, but I really believe that they're going to be a central strategy of people even coming back to church. Is there anything else that you would like to encourage the pastors who are listening, the leaders who are listening with today? Yeah, I would really say leaders um, and pastors find opportunity where others only see obstacles. And so I want to challenge the pastors today. You will be facing some challenging things this spring. In many cases, um, you may be facing even whether or not your doors can stay open. I want to challenge you to look for the opportunities in the midst of the obstacles. And I believe that MOPS could be one of those strategies for you. It's not something that, oh, let's wait until things become more stabilized 
then we could maybe look into this. I actually want to challenge you that MOPS could be one of the core strategies in how you begin to rebuild and connect with your community. So um, this is a pivot. Um, this is not catastrophic. This is for sure we've never experienced anything like this season of life and, and uh, just being decentral in our socialization. But I have seen the church rise uh, in recession. I've seen the church rise after war. I've seen the church rise uh, in uh, drug um, destruction in neighborhoods. And I believe the church is gonna be central and moms are gonna be a part of it in rising mm -hmm. to really love those in our community as we face the COVID-19 um, pandemic and life afterwards. One thing I know for sure is that God has used MOPS groups in powerful ways to change the trajectory of someone's story. Um, it starts through moms who come and um, find friendship and connection and community in a MOPS group, who have the opportunity to hear about Jesus, whose lives are changed, and then whose families connect to a church because a mom's life has been changed through the ministry of moms. And right. it is exciting to think about the days to come, that God is clearly at work in the world, even in the midst of things that are chaotic and things that raise our anxiety levels. God wants us to lean into him, to trust him. And I love your charge to the pastors, not to hesitate, not to wait, but to, to trust that God is already ahead of you and already working things out. And you don't want to miss the opportunity to be part of what God is doing in and around your community. And mops can be a vehicle that your church uses to continue to touch the lives of families where life change can happen and people can meet Jesus. So thank you Ed, so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing both, um, not only in the United States, but also our exploding global work. I look forward to seeing how pastors will embrace uh, MOPS as a strategy to continue to reach their communities and broker hope and deepen trust in uh, the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So thanks so much for having me on today.